Yeah, I might. Motherfucker, yeah. <laughs> I, I hope you're doing well. Me too. I'm no, I'm doing all right. You know, I'm doing all right. When the music fades out, because I record with the music playing you know, in the background, and when it, when it fades out and it's just my voice, it can be quite um, disconcerting. Um, the music adds a certain uh, um, reason, you know. It makes it. It makes it. Um, it makes it. It all makes sense. <laughs> it sounds like it's a show, but when it's just my voice in my headphones, quite loud. I like my voice quite loud in my headphones. Um, then it, uh, yeah, it feels like it's supposed to be there. It's, it all comes together. Um, that is the reason that I have the voice loud in my headphones because then it sounds like. I remember as soon as I went on um, community radio when I was like a fucking teenager, and I had uh, and I heard the voice in my headphones like ah, oh, that's what the radio sounds like. Not my voice in particular, but you know a voice on the speakers. That's what radio sounds like, and so it sounded um, like an intent behind uh, the words, um, and I snapped into it. That's why I enjoy about this is uh, waking up in the morning and feeling like oh bloody hell. Oh, I don't feel good. I'm very sleepy. Coffee's not kicking in yet. But then as soon as the mic is live, right, it all is supposed to be there. Hey, I've got to get into a habit because I'm in a terrible habit of not doing this. Uh, but I'm recording this on Stolen Lands, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. And uh, I'm very fucking privileged. Really on my mind, um, you know, going to protests for free Palestine and, um, you know, that, that it's all keeping that on your mind, realizing, staying aware of the history of these lands and the blood, um, that is on the history of these lands, um, that we live on here in Australia also then keeps, keeps us aware or uh, aware of the, situations that arise elsewhere as well and we can recognize patterns we can try and have a better understanding of how we got here so that we can aim for a better future and that we can um stop atrocities from happening elsewhere in the world and hopefully yeah fix things here make things better here um what are you bloody anxious about today what are you anxious about today what am I anxious about today? I don't know. I don't know. But I've been thinking about having a clear goal, having a very, very clear goal. And it actually came from that. It actually came from going to, uh, yeah, these protests and watching um, political content on YouTube, but also thinking about um, my goals as a creative that... um. I've heard the kind of the idea that you need a really clear goal. You need a really clear goal in your, uh, in your creative, you know, in your career as a musician or as, as an artist in general. Like you need a clear goal, so you can take actionable steps to to get to that goal. <coughs> Let me have a sip of coffee. My goodness. Uh, that's heaven. Let's back it up with some water. Ah, uh, it's not as good. Coffee's better. Returning. Um, having a clear goal so you can take actionable steps, really clear steps, which I understand the theory. 
I think. I understand the idea. I think a clear goal is maybe really, really good. Uh, a really clear outcome. In the creative world, in the creative space, though, I am concerned. <laughs> concerned? Yeah, sure. Um, I, for myself, with in creativity, I think more so that, like, uh, if you have a really, really clear objective, um, it can be uh, daunting um, and can be um, s- sort of deprecating to to where you're headed due to the kind of chaotic and unknowable um, uh, changes that will happen uh, along the way of creative uh, of a creative project. Um, and having a clear goal also sets a uh, a sense of success is gained once you hit that goal. Um, I, heard, I can't remember where I heard this originally, like, having a clear goal, but the example that was given at the time was having, um, I want to play in front of 10,000 people, something like that, right? And that's all well and good. Um, but then, what happens when you do? What happens when you do play to 10,000 people? Or rather... What happens when you don't? What happens when um, you don't feel like that's actually the right outcome anymore? Having said that, um, I think okay. So to bring because this is this is very much all about creativity that concept. But um, in terms of the real kind of real place where this came up for me was um, it was in in politics, like listening to yeah, watching stuff on YouTube about. Uh, socialism, communism, fucking anything, right? Just, just basically more, more anti-capitalism, and then also going to these, uh, yeah, these, these protests, these rallies um, for free Palestine, and thinking about a, a a point that gets thrown around a lot online. And I don't really know. I don't really have these conversations with with people that I disagree with in real life because I don't actually really know anyone um, that I've butted heads on. Uh, over over uh, yeah the um, what's happening in Palestine, but the a line get, that gets thrown around a lot is that it's um it's really complicated, it's really complex, and what is your what is your actual goal? You know, as like free Palestine, like what is what is okay, but with detail lay it out for me. What is the uh, final outcome of this movement? And, uh, and, and that goes, uh, and then that kind of tied in because also at at these rallies, I'm seeing a lot of, uh, a lot of socialists there, right? There's a lot of socialist organizations who are part of this. Um, and it's a, it's actually a, a a tactic, a comment that gets thrown. Uh, I, I, this one I have encountered and I spoke about it last time, really that like, um, socialism or communism is great in theory, but doesn't work in real life. Um, so what is your what is your actual goal? You know, when you if you're if you say that you're a socialist or if you say you're a communist or a Marxist or a fucking anarchist or a fucking what have you, um, what is your final goal? What is the actual like? Do do you do you have have you written a detailed set of instructions? A almost a um a constitution or fucking what have you? A set of rules like this is how society is going to work. Where is yours? What is your, what is your, um, what is your final outcome? And I've been kind of musing over this a lot. And I was listening to a um a book 
uh, called re- um, Capitalist Realism. And it started to- and it kind of talked at the end about this idea of um, uh, basically kind of pointing out that a new movement of the left um, can't dress up as the old movements. Like if you're a communist um, and you are just kind of really basically cosplaying as a as a communist from the USSR um, and trying to apply that in 2023 it doesn't make any doesn't really make any sense. Um, that world came uh, uh, about from um, you know in a time when like industrialization is kind of still pretty fresh <laughs> and now we're into this kind of new industrialization of of um of technology there was yeah i mean just computers in general and then now as well like ai and stuff like that like the world is um impossibly different and complex and it got me thinking about like i don't know I, i've been kind of using the term uh socialism um i would say kind of loosely i don't really have a particular i don't really have a particular I don't have a particular outcome in mind. I don't really have a particular way that I envision society working entirely. But nor do I see, um, nor do I understand fully <laughs> how modern society works. As if, like, as if, like, uh, the current system, as if, like, um, uh, a capitalist system. Is the same in every country as if the as if um, it doesn't change constantly as if it's not this uh, fluctuating amalgamation of bullshit <laughs> that we all came up with as as human beings. Um, and so it kind of yeah, uh, I guess I got it got me kind of thinking of this of this uh, instead of having a clear outcome instead of having a clear outcome because I think having a clear outcome is. Um, I mean, perhaps good to have, perhaps if you have some very particular things like we need to do this, we need to do that, um, very, very good and maybe a good, uh, compass, um, to try and move forward too. Um, I guess same with that, um, to, to bring it back to creativity, like the same with that idea of like, I want to play in front of 10,000 people or I just, you know, I want to release an album, even if it's just, I want to release an album at some point. Um, then that's a good compass to have directing forward. But there's a lot more around that. There's a lot more going on around that of releasing an album or creating a society that has certain pillars in it. Like, um, I mean, you know, simple things like like universal healthcare and universal education, universal fucking uh, income, just housing, you know, take care of, of the people. Um these are only little parts of it, though. These are only little tiny parts of an entire system. And the system is um, is people. <laughs> the system is people, and people are chaos, and the world is chaos. And you might, you might, uh, your movement might need a great leader that would come about and, and, and bring forth a leader, and then um, they might uh, trip <laughs> down the stairs and die. Or get cancer, right? And then what happens? Um, 
oh yeah, we might have this uh, this ideal um, society in our heads that we're like, oh, we that's what we want, that's what we want, because we read some books about about uh, about how socialism was working in several places um, and has done a great job in a number of countries, in a way, in a way, not like entirely, you know. <laughs> that's the that's the thing, isn't it? Like, um, people say, oh, point to a point to a country that uh, is socialist and has worked. Uh, and my go-to is 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 Cuba because <laughs> that country is actually doing pretty fucking well, all things considered. And that's the thing is that like uh, there's it's so impossibly complex in the end. But people weaponize that. People weaponize like oh, it's so important. You know, it's very it's very confusing. You don't know the history. You don't know the um, you don't know the uh, yeah the complexities. Of the situation, um, and I don't think you, I, you should know as much as you possibly can. You should know as much as you possibly can. I'm trying to learn as much as I possibly can, uh, just about kind of everything at the moment. Just especially, but especially like politics and and history of of the past, like you know, 150 years of the world, <laughs> which is impossible to know all of it, to know even a lot of it. You can only know this tiny little sliver that that piques your interest. Um, but I think the thing that I have found that I do know, and that I can, I think I can call very quickly, is um, kind of seeing the underlying uh, trajectories. If that makes sense, underlying trajectories. Kind of where it's headed, not where it's not where it's going to end up, but the direction in which it's in which it's facing, in which it's moving. Um, and I think that's that's in, that's that's a lot easier to manage, and I think it's a lot more practical, just to, to think, just just to 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 move to to have that in your brain rather than this. Uh, you need all of the answers. Essentially, you don't need all the answers. I don't think you need all the answers. Because <laughs> you're just a dumb meat person, just a little, dumb little flesh sack with a little squishy brain. You're, just a squi- you're, you're very squishy. We're all very, very squishy. We're all very, very squishy. We're all very susceptible to our emotions, to outside stimuli, to various kinds of propaganda, both good and bad. Um, our own biases, and we're also just very squishy and and um, vulnerable to the world, <laughs> to just to just the physical world um, that will change us and beat us and destroy us. <laughs> but if we know our direction, if we know our direction, I think I. Yeah. To, to bring it to my, my life more in general, like, I don't know what the fuck I'm... I don't know what my plan is. I don't have a plan. I've never really had a plan. I've had some kind of ideas in my head of things I would like to do, but I don't have a plan. I don't like a plan. <laughs> I like a plan, uh, a nice short-term plan. I like to plan a gig, you know? I like to plan that I'm going to release something. I like to plan a project. But a, f- a longer-term plan I find stressful because I have no idea what the world's going to be like around me at that time. Um, you might plan to have... You might plan to settle down and have some kids and stuff like that. And you might have a partner. 
and then you might end up resenting that partner and things fall apart, you know? How many, how many of our parents have done exactly that? Which is not a problem. That's not a problem either. Like, for th- things to fall apart is not, is not necessarily bad. And to perhaps I have that, that goal as a, um, as a, yeah, as a compass again, as a compass is made, perhaps a good thing. But you have that, um, you have that trajectory and the trajectory, you knowing your direction forward, uh, rather than the, um, rather than like kind of the final outcome means, uh, adaptability. Um, to just the chaos, the bullshit, the insanity of of the world, <laughs> and in that case, yeah. So in that in that in that idea, like um, uh, I strongly believe I, I I hedge my fucking statements on on everything that I do. I always hedge my statements. I want to get better at that. I want to get better at just saying things that I believe in, and being ready to be corrected or what have you. But uh, if I believe a thing, say the fucking thing, um, rather than hedge my yeah, hedge my bets, hedge my um, statements, dance around things a little bit, uh, as so as to not fucking stick my foot in it. I guess terrified of being wrong. I guess definitely terrified of being wrong. But um, I've been called out before, not on this podcast, but I've been called out before on other podcasts. Things I've said, and I've gotten uh, messages from friends. You know, like, mate, that was a bit fucked. And I go, oh, shit. Well, that's, it hurts. <coughs> oh, my Lord. It hurts. But um, I, st- I strongly believe in a new leftist movement of some kind, of some kind, a better world for all of humanity. And I think I always have, though I have not had the terminology or the understanding behind it until sort of recently and still now not knowing shit, not knowing anything. But I think always, ever since I was, ever since I was a kid, I just, I just had, I think it comes, you know, it comes from like watching a lot of sci-fi stuff, but also just like being just a, a sensitive guy, just always looking around and going, this is stupid. <laughs> this is stupid. Um, not knowing how to fix everything, but looking, but you can look around and go, why, why are there homeless people? I was like, oh, well, it's complicated. But couldn't we just give them a house? No, 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 that wouldn't, that wouldn't work. Well, I, I think it tend to, to uh, would. <laughs> then that's just a simple, that's a simple person has not a home, ha, has not a home. We give them a home. Now they have a home. They're, they are no longer homeless. So it's te- just technically. <laughs> um, I think yeah, just always kind of looking around and going like this. This could be. This could be. Like, this could be better, right, guys? We know that this could be a lot better for everyone, um, and not fully understanding what I mean or what I, or what. The, no, I know what I mean, but I, I don't know like the the methods, the tactics. What are my fucking? What What are the final goals? But having that trajectory, trajectory. <laughs> I'm gonna stop saying that word and move on to another word. Um, I'm trying to think of a different word, <laughs> but having those goals, uh, goals, no, moving away from goals, having those, uh, these, um, I guess just core principles, I guess just core principles, kind of the underlying core principles though, um, allows you to be more adaptive, allows you to be more flexible and, um, practical, 
I think. Um, yeah, I mean, in this day and age, yeah. Uh, what is what is a modern leftist revolution look like? Um, sort of. I, I don't. I don't know if there's no real way of knowing. There's lots of um, lots of theories. There's lots of um, predictions we can make, but like. Yeah, if anyone if anyone is um, is interested in, in in things like socialism and communism and stuff like that, and are reading up about Lenin or Marx and fucking what have you, uh, which I am very very rudimentary. My knowledge is very rudimentary. Um, I I know fuck all really. Um, still very. I'm still. I'm just very new to this journey. I'm just very new to this journey. This um. This understanding that I'm trying to trying to get a better. Un- uh, trying to, this knowledge I'm trying to get a better understanding of. Um, they didn't know TikTok was going to be a thing, and they didn't know AI was going to be a thing. They didn't know robots were going to be a thing. Um, not in the way that they exist. Even if they were in theory, like had had um, they obviously had an idea of automation and what that would change. But we didn't know. We didn't know five years ago. We didn't know five years ago that AI was going to have the effect that it's having now. Um, so what does a new movement look like with AI? How do you fold AI into a left political revolution? I have no fucking clue. I have no fucking clue. Um, but that I find that actually kind of liberating... I find that kind of liberating. So when people say, well, what's the fucking answer? Or that it's complicated and, and you don't understand. It's like, I don't think anyone understands. No one fucking understands. No one understands fully. You can't understand fully. There's too much information about every single thing that has ever happened. There is deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper you can go. And there is someone who has gone deeper than you. <laughs> there are experts who dedicate their entire lives to single conflicts or what have you. And they know a lot more. Um, and they might not know at all about that topic because <laughs> it's impossible. Um, but having that, uh, trying to figure out those, those key yeah, principles behind what you're doing, then maybe that makes it a lot easier to move forward um, so that you don't need the final answers you just need to know the direction in which you are heading. Hey, I uh, hit the bloody. I'm glad I noticed immediately. I hit the. Um, I shook my head. Oh, I see what I did. I see what I did. <laughs> um, as I said that last statement, I got excited and I and I I swung my chair a little bit, hit a key, and I stopped the recording. But luckily, I noticed. Um, is that all make sense? Is that a thing, or is it just an obvious fucking statement to make? I think it's, I think, uh, no, <sighs> again, hedging, right? I think, because um, that came in response to seeing a lot of stuff online about, you don't know shit, you don't know nothing. And you should know as much as you can, and you should, you know, listen to people who who do know more uh, on topics. But, um, but I think it's also, I think that is also used as a method, as a... Um, as a cop-out. You don't know enough, so you can't speak on it. Um, true in many situations, not true in many others, I don't know. Um, I've also been thinking, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck, can I, get, can I get myself into this topic? Can I remember what I was going to say about it? 
Um, I've been thinking about, because my writing comes in waves. So I've been writing again. Um, album's coming out and I'm trying to, I've already spoken a little bit about this, but album's coming out and I'm trying to write uh, a lot more at the moment of new stuff um, so that I just keep that momentum going and I get myself into that state because I like that early state of just like early creation where you're just riffing on shit you just you're running with inspiration you're just making stuff um and I was trying to get into it for a little while but um I recognized that uh I was very lost in like admin stuff I was doing a lot of vibe union stuff I was just like focused on you know doing content creation at the time. Uh, and this comes in waves. Again, uh, Vibunia stuff comes in waves of just how much workload there is. Um, and currently, it's pretty light. It's pretty light. I can't remember why it was busy. Maybe it was to do with the album launch. I can't remember. It doesn't really matter. But doing content creation and uh, and, and just like invoicing and blah, 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 blah. Lots of stuff. There was lots of stuff that I was doing that was, um, yeah, very admin-y. It was fun. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. It's necessary stuff. But it's very admin and it's not very um, inspiring. And luckily, I've set up, I'm very fortunate because I have set up this life that is, um, that is uh, a, a great um, foundation to create in. Uh, I'm just constantly surrounded by creatives. I'm constantly working on creative projects regardless if I'm like inspired because if I'm doing admin, I'm not so much inspired, but I'm working on creative things. And so it's easy to be in that world. It's easy to to kind to be creative most of the time. Um, but to get to that actual like inspiration point, um, I was realizing that like oh I'm in a very I'm in a bit of a rut in terms of like I'm really in this, um, yeah, be an admin or what have you. But it got me thinking about other people who I know struggle with just getting inspired uh, at times, which we all do because it comes in waves. Comes in waves. It's not. It's not this. Um, it's not something you can force. Um, and it's. But it sucks when it does come in waves. Sort of like um, seasonal. You know. When the fucking when the weather gets shit outside and you want to just curl up and watch movies on the couch, and sometimes you let yourself and sometimes you feel shit for doing that. You feel like oh, I should be working. Last summer I was really busy and now it's winter and I'm really sad. Yeah, that's that's how seasons work. <laughs> Every single damn year, we go through that. Um, and same with creativity. I think in many ways. However, however, at the same time, in um, I was thinking about because we did a little bit of a we did a podcast recently on the vibe uh, vibe union podcast. We did one recently about like suffering and and, and, and the the uh, cliche idea of of, a, of the suffering artist making good art. And I think a lot of I assume a lot of artists have had similar thoughts because I've had the thought before of like, is my am I too privileged <laughs> to make art? Is my life too good to make art? Do I need to make art about suffering? Do I need to make art about dark shit in order for it to be good? Um, and I think <laughs> this is not like a this is not a statement that applies to everybody, but I think um, like. Be, being privileged or, or living a very chill, relaxed life is maybe it is hard 
to be creative in a sense. But I think because most people who are doing that are probably just working uh, a pretty boring job. <laughs> and I think that's the thing, is more that um, during the admin stuff I was doing, and again, very fucking privileged of like, this is good stuff, this is all creative stuff, um, but it's the part that is not, that is boring. It is the boring side of it. And I enjoy it in a way. It's kind of in its, in its sort of calm monotony. But it is boring. And to be bored is to be, that's, that's hard to pull yourself out of, to get creative in a boring environment. I think that's kind of where I'm heading with this. Is if you're working a, um, yeah, if you're working like a really boring job. I kind of enjoyed um, like working in hospitality because though really boring, it's very chaotic and there's a lot of weird energy and you can kind of, you're watching people a lot, right? But if you're just sitting by yourself, like I, I am a lot of the time and just doing admin kind of bullshit, that can be... Uh, it's a nicer time. It does not, however... I don't walk away from sitting at my desk doing admin shit with ideas. <laughs> I walk away from my desk doing admin shit wanting to play video games and chill the fuck out. Um, maybe I should go back to work. Maybe I should actually work in hospital more often. No, 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 no. But working in things like offices and, and stuff like that, working in mundane jobs that are just not uh, emotionally or creatively stimul stimul uh, stimulating at all... Um, it's really hard to then bring yourself out of that and feel creative. Um, and, uh, and the, yeah, the thing that I kind of, I, I did recently was I just, just very consciously of just like, okay, I'm, I'm not really feeling very creative at the moment. What can I do? Um, uh, I'm watching a lot of stuff on YouTube. I'm watching a lot of political stuff. I'm very politically minded at the moment, more than I've ever been in my life. Right? Good. Are you inspired to write about that? No, not really, not really, which is not true. I am, and I am writing a lot about it at the moment, but what took it was um, was being very conscious of, like, what am I listening to at the moment? Um, <clears throat> and so I just went back to some of my, uh, yeah, just listening to uh, some more uh, recent rap releases that I find very stimulating creatively um, and tried to focus on that of just, like, okay, I want... Uh, I want to listen to these lyrics because I know these lyrics are going to trigger my brain and I know something will shake loose. Take the content of the politics that I'm listening to and couple it with this um, with this creative spark of listening to this new material from these guys. Try and put that together. Um, and by God, it has worked. I've been writing a lot, a lot recently. Um, and I think, yeah, like... Kind of getting, uh, trying to think of like, oh, why I want to write. What am I? What am I going to write about? Um, I <laughs> is your environment. Is your environment that you're? Is that there to induce creativity, or is it sort of um, uh, numbing that side of you at the moment? I think the things like yeah reading, watching, playing, whatever. Take whatever media you want that is uh, conceptually... Uh, there's there's um, 
Ah, uh, that's kind of weird. That has just has substance to it, be it, yeah, be it politics or in the past, yeah, I've just been playing, you know, like sci-fi video games or what have you and just like certain concepts have hit me at the right time and that gets me writing again. Um, <clears throat> but also... <clears throat> listening to art, listening to music, looking at art in a very in a way that really that you're trying to you're trying to spark. <laughs> it's the um, <laughs> I got an analogy. That's the spark plug. <laughs> the spark plug. What is? It? Yeah, what is that little thing on, on the stove? <clears throat> you need two things. You need two things there. You need the spark and you need the gas. And perhaps all of that content. Um, be it the chaos of working in a cafe or be it the, uh, the media that you're consuming or the relationships that you're in, the chaos of the world that you're a part of. Um, but then you also need that, that little ignition source to actually get things cooking. <laughs> That's the thing. There you go. It may, it's true if I can put it in a nice analogy. Um, <clears throat> and for me, that spark is, yeah, is, is, is other art, is other art. When I was doing my cartoons, like daily cartoons, um, I was, I was, yeah, I was really inspired by all this content at work. Um, just watching people, I was just people watching. I was working on the floor. I was bussing tables, taking coffees and shit like that. And so I was just witnessing people a lot. And that was really good. That was the gas. <laughs> but it wasn't really the thing that that wasn't like the final kind of. I didn't know how to put that into a thing. And I would just spend hours every day um, sitting on the website Behance, but it could be elsewhere. It could be Instagram. It could be anything. Just a place where there is a lot of visual art in that particular case. I was just, just going over thousands upon thousands upon thousands of other people's work uh, on a website like Behance, which is a, it's just a folio website run by Adobe, if you don't know of it. Um, it's just a great website to just endlessly, endlessly scroll through projects. There's, you know, people have made a new font or there's people who have done a painting or there's people who have done a, a, a marketing campaign, just everything, just graphic design of all kinds of shapes and flavors. And just that, just kind of bombarding me until one of them is the spark. One of them is the ignition. They go, ha 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 ha, brilliant. And I do that with the music that I'm listening to at the moment. Like I'm just listening to a project and uh, and a single line it's not a song it's not anything it's just a single line will stand out and I go that's a great little phrase I like that and that has triggered something and there's the ignition <coughs> that's my tactic that's my tactic um that's a much clearer fucking tactic than I've actually I think I've put down um before I've always kind of you know I chat with a lot of people about about how to be inspired to write stuff. Uh, I think that's a much more actionable <laughs> uh, bit of advice. Um, who the fuck am I to give advice? <laughs> who the fuck am I to talk about politics or give advice on creativity? Jesus, who gave him a podcast? What is this? Okay. I'm going to end it there. Um, I'm done running my mouth for today. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Let me know if you do. Um, I think that's it. Hey, come to my album launch. I can't stress it enough. <laughs> November 23rd. It is not far away. It is next Thursday. There will be one more podcast that will come out on the day. Um, probably me freaking out about it. Um, but yeah, come to it and bring some mates if you could, you know, I just, yeah, I, um, I need the numbers and, uh, 
yeah, I just want to ask that favour of people for this one. Just for this one, you know? Bring out some fucking, bring out some fucking people. Me mum's coming. Come meet her. She's lovely. Vivian! Alright. <laughs> Be well. I'll see you very, very soon. Mwah. Smooches. Smooches.